0: Hi. Um, Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. I'm kind of sad it's Sunday. In Ireland, we called it the Sunday blues because it was always like, oh, the weekend's ending. You wake up on Sunday and it's like, time is ticking. Did you have weekends off in Ireland? Yeah, which was great. Did a lot of exploring and driving the car. Around to beautiful the, places. On the wrong side of the street. Yes, except there it was the right side, was but it was weird? the left side. <laughs> <laughs> was it weird? Um, actually, your brain switches over pretty fast. That was fairly easy, but the, the crazier part was how narrow the roads were, because that could get terrifying. And also, if you're driving at night anywhere that's not directly in a town or on a, a motorway, there's no light. So it's just your headlights and like often water. Did you ever get, um, Stopped by a flock of sheep? Once my friend and I were going on a hike and we got stopped by a herd of cows. There's a pretty incredible photo from it, just of one cow. I mean, they're all turned around staring at us. Is it a flock of sheep? Yeah. Is it a herd of sheep? A flock of sheep and a herd of cows. Did I say flock of cows? No, I said flock of sheep. You're right. We're both right. But I feel like, isn't it a herd of sheep? No, it's a flock. isn't it a sheep? Shepherd and his flock.
1: Okay, great. You're welcome. Well, because in the feature film, Three Men and a Little Lady... They also get stopped by, I think, cows on the way to crash the wedding. My sister uh, starred in that film. <laughs> uh-huh. I've never
0: uh, seen it. We'll watch it. Excellent. Um, She's very sweet in it. That's amazing. She was six. That's even more amazing. Yeah. Six-year-old preserved forever. For
1: literally ever. It's like a home video with Tom Selleck and Ted Danson. <laughs> <laughs> Not to, like, shade Steve Gutenberg, but you know he's not as famous I gotta be honest I have
0: absolutely no idea who that is
1: did you ever see it takes to the parent trap movie with Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen yes the dad is Steve Gutenberg good to know do you know who the other two are the other two who Ted Danson oh yes and Tom Selleck yes the mustache I even I even there I. are photos of like Tom Selleck all over my childhood home that's nuts. like giant giant photos just of him of well, or like with Robin. There's Ted dancing with Robin, like that's like the big one. But I think there's also like there's just like pictures of them all over the place, and I'm like, this is a strange. Pictures of Tom Selleck and Elmos. And Elmos. And so Thomas. my parents, my parents sold our childhood home, my child, our mine and
0: <laughs> Well, yours and your siblings.
1: My childhood home, um, like a week and a half ago, and so my brother surprised my mom. um... And flew down to like (laughs) help pack up, and I like owe my dad a a serious Facetime. Sorry, Dad, I've been avoiding it to like pack up my room via Facetime. You don't um, even
0: have to do the hard work in that. No,
1: but I'm like, I'm too. My room, my room is the only one that's been like preserved since I graduated high school. The rest have been like turned into guest rooms, or there's a treadmill in there, but mine a treadmill from like 2,000, mind you, which is like maybe not safe. But mine is like still has my pictures and like my prom from Gabe, my prom p- proposal from Gabe. So many good P's in that sentence. Prom proposal. Um but my brother has this room that's like literally full of Elmos because he collects Elmos. Full.
0: There have to be eighty-five Elmos in there. Nine hundred Elmos. In total. Yeah. Actually nine hundred. I think I think I think so. Um so my brother
1: they've been taking out my aunt has been staying in my brother's room um and (laughs) she says that the batteries are dying so um when they take she'll be sleeping but when the battery dies apparently they'll talk so in the middle of the night like a tickle me emma will go off or like that's that's horror
0: movie (laughs) but i think it's so funny it's like furbies except uh, talking almost exactly are furbies in a horror movie you're Thinking of the gremlins. No, not actually in one, but they always freak people out. Because oh, yeah. they always like talk and like stay awake in your closet and say creepy things to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TBT to Tamagotchis though. Oh yeah. I, yeah, my mom didn't let me mess around with Furbies and for that I am grateful. I
1: nine either. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, moms. Exactly.
0: Um, yeah. So
1: I don't remember where this started.
0: No, it didn't really start anywhere. It started with you and me. <laughs> Hi, Bridget. Hi, Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone <laughs> hey welcome to Splat the podcast where me
1: Bridget and me Brooke talk about sex in the city 10 years younger and 20 years later
0: <laughs> they nailed it
1: <laughs> Woo-hoo. Uh, welcome to uh, episode 206 206 yeah
0: which means our 18th episode yeah I have no concept of that anymore no I just did some really impressive math in my head thank you I am yeah I'm very impressed I, I, we
1: made this decision to like number them by over episodes.
0: To, yeah. Uh,
1: so I have no, people are like, how many have you done? I'm like 205. Well, it was
0: easy in the beginning cause we just knew, <laughs> but now that we're in They're the They're like
1: next- 205 episodes in three months. I'm yeah. like, sure. We make 12 episodes about every episode. <laughs> <laughs> we're going episode by second by second. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and each scene we do a new podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, can you imagine? I mean, for some of these, I think we could actually. Yeah, would anyone have any interest in listening to that? Eccles Herman. (laughs) Eccles would, but no one else, I would hope. My Uh, dad, my family. (laughs) I don't know. They might have limits. That sounds extreme. Uh, As they say, mean girls, the limit does not exist. That is about math, and this episode is also a math pun, the cheating curve. Look at that. Um, We are blessed this week to have a guest. Someone who I've been actually I've talked about before coming, and um, I'm really excited. Hi, Hannah. Hi, guys.
1: Welcome uh, to welcome. Splat Thank podcast. you. I'm
2: excited to be here. We're so excited we're to have psyched. you here.
1: This is our first, like, no offense, like, true stranger. Yeah. I'm a stranger. You're
0: an acquaintance. I feel like people we've had have been, like... Definitely an acquaintance, but we've had a lot of friends on, so we're super amped. Also, yeah. thanks for just, like, taking a chance and coming <laughs> to do this
2: with us. I'm excited to do my first podcast.
0: Oh, what an honor. Yeah. So Hannah, tell us a little bit about
1: yourself.
2: Sure, so I just moved to New York about seven months ago.
1: Where did you move from?
2: I was living in the South. I lived in Charleston, South Carolina for about four or five years. I went to nursing school down there. So I moved here about seven months ago um living the new york dream i live with my best friend from kindergarten that's amazing amazing. and i'm a nurse obviously since i went to nursing school i just got my dream job which i start next week oh my god congratulations so exciting so i work in women's health so i definitely (laughs) have feelings about the show and many things sexuality and how they talk about women's bodies and yeah um, amazing and I also moved here after a pretty bad breakup. So, of course, Whoa. the first thing I did, I was like, I'm single and in New York. So I'm going to rewatch Sex in the City, which wow. worked out perfectly because I met Bridget right after I finished. Yeah,
0: it all timed out so, so well. <laughs> That's
2: amazing. <laughs> For this yeah. moment. So,
1: had, so you, you rewatched it. So, so what has your experience been with Sex in the City in the past?
2: So I've watched and rewatched it so many times. I started watching it in high school. Um, probably about freshman or sophomore year. It was really probably one of my first experiences with sort of talking about sexuality. And, um, you know, over the course of my coming out process, you know, it was like two years later than the L word came out, which oh, yeah. honestly may be the, an- the queer answer to Sex and yeah. the City.
1: Sure. Did you um, watch uh, Queers Folk at all?
2: I didn't. It mostly was about gay men and it just wasn't that helpful for me. Yeah, so, yeah that's um, it's it's very true. Fair. It's true. So, yeah, I a lot of butts. It was definitely something I did with my friends. Weirdly, our parents were all like totally okay with us watching it. We all watched it at sleepovers and wasn't really a big deal. And then later on, probably my first rewatch, I watched it with my younger sister. And wow. so it was kind of like. Do I regret that a little her. bit? Like, is this your, is this the introduction to sexuality that I want you to have? Not totally <laughs> interesting, sold. Interesting, interesting, yep. yeah, we definitely um, wow. watched it together, so.
0: So you've had a few go-throughs with it. Oh, yeah. Starting from when you were young, it sounds like. Yeah. Like at sleepover. Yeah. Dang.
2: Yeah. That's so fun.
0: Brooke started. I watched it for the first time when I was 11.
2: Wow, that's pretty young. Yeah, my sister is maybe about that age when yeah, we yeah. watched it together. That
0: is like, an early and specific introduction to some aspects of sexuality, for sure. Yeah, yeah. it was like, weird.
1: I like, fr- I remember being like not, like
0: shocked by it.
1: So I was like, I don't like think about being like I was sexually awakened by Sex in the City, but I was like, no, but
0: you had seeds planted.
1: I have, even watching this, like, any interaction Carrie has with Bing, I'm like, this motherfucker has, like, fucked me up for all potential
0: relationships. Yeah. Like, all the, like. I can see that. Like, this episode, I was also just, like. It'd be easy to watch this and, like, look for that then. And it's like, oh, God. I
1: watch it and I find myself, like, thinking about, like,
0: my past relationships and being, like, Mm.
1: oh, my God, Brooke, you're such a. Why did you let this... Like, she's not the, like, ideal person in a relationship. Carrie sucks, you guys. We'll right. get
2: there. Right. I mean, I think, in a way, my experience of Sex in the City, on the one hand, is, in a way, it's very open and affirming. It's, like, the first time you hear about things that we all... Totally. ...know about, but don't really... Feel, like, a lot of the times, as a, like, a teenage girl, and I think this is universal, I guess. Possibly I'm the token lesbian, but it's <laughs> <as> universal. <laughs> is. You have your interaction with your sexuality, but there needs to be kind of a way to open that conversation up with your friends or your parents right. even or your like whatever. Um, and I think in a lot of ways, part of my fondness for Sex and the City is that it does that. It talks honestly about women's experiences. Yeah, I do have to say, like rewatching it this time around. Um, again, this is the first time I have really like dated, dated. <laughs> like dated Whoa. um in a real way in a city and i was just watching re-watching these episodes and a lot of my neuroses come from this show Me yeah, makes too. sense me too just like i could see that for sure and you forget it because it's so embedded i mean it's such a cultural language that we have and and then you're like Oh my God! That's why I was obsessing about that. Yeah, like 100%. D- I'm so terrified of spoiling anything for oh, Bridget. But
0: fair—I've only watched up until this episode, yeah. So, so
2: I, I appreciate that. I can also just close my ears.
0: No, you can't. You're gonna
1: listen to the podcast. Yes. She always does this. She's right. like, she's like, don't tell me. I'm like, Bridget, you always listen to the final product. I, <laughs> um, I just like to think there's a way to not limit. Me too. I 100% agree with you. It makes me think about. Um, Aristotle's, is it Aristotle or Plato? The cave?
2: That's Plato. I That's think. Plato. The, the, the cave the, allegory. The
1: allegory of the cave. And I'm like, <laughs> totally. I know this is like so heady and like such a little bit of a stretch, but I feel like being like young and impressionable, like whether you're 11 or you're 17 or you're, you're 22 even, watching like this be like, okay, this is what it's like to like be an adult and live in New York City and date. Like, okay, this is what I have to expect. This is what is good. This is what is bad. These are the things. And it's like, you know subconscious you know that's your reality then that you're retention yeah um
2: right and i think like the show with great power comes great responsibility i'm not always sure it's the most responsible show yeah i'm it's
1: kind of i'm excited i I agree and i think like on the one hand like kind of what you were saying and what we've talked about it's like yeah like let's talk let's say the word pussy like let's say we can't you know come from penetration like but also like so much of their happiness is determined by men. And I think like
0: with one does like, why can't we talk frequently about how there's kind of like a weird watching it now in 2017, which is I think partially why we're doing this. There's a weird dichotomy of being often within one episode, like odd that something was being put on screen with the kind of just honesty that it was and imagining how that would enable, especially young women watching it for the first time partnered with something that's almost like jaw-droppingly poorly done and that's why contextualizing it in time helps a lot because you know we are watching it 20 years later but it's like there's a lot of your responsibility with plot lines with the night we met we were talking about this um susan sharon episode where she's like with an abusive partner real
2: implications and the
0: the the moral of that episode was no one else would take her, so she went back to him and was happy.
2: Right, and they end up. No one else would like, tell her to shut up. The dog becomes right. the sort of vessel of
0: abuse, <laughs> abuse, yeah. which is like
2: not. We've all seen criminal minds, right? Right. Like, that's not good.
0: And at the same time, there's there's therapy on state on. I always do that on her screen. On, <laughs> on screen a couple nut, of times. New York right. City, nineteen already. Way,
2: the way they talk about therapy is honestly troubling. I do work as well in mental health, and I've been in yeah, therapy, and is. it's um it's I a mean, game changer we the both way-
0: have brooke currently is we talk about it often I this is new york, york who
2: is it yeah <laughs> honestly if you're not there this like, is 2017
0: like, right. does someone need no no one can have liz liz mine. <laughs> yeah you love her right i love it's troubling and and there are also moments where it's like just remarkable that it's on screen there are moments where there's the sex therapist who says to samantha is it because you just you know most women can't come from penetration maybe you just need and it's like thinking about that being said on screen to right. someone who'd never talked about that and then the bigger picture of how it's portrayed is like stereotype yikes. upon cliche <laughs> upon y- yikes
2: she hasn't seen that episode yet right which one um the, the one with, that's mainly about therapy right i don't think so
1: no the games people i don't play? think so no i i uh I think we have. have no, we?
0: no, that's that's this. No. Season. There's been a lot of talk about how Samantha's terrified of therapy. Right. There's been they a lot of. They all are. Miranda's right. the only
2: one who. Miranda, obviously heroine of our times, is the only one who. Obsessed Tony Ward
1: and Cynthia Nixon is a gift
2: <laughs> <laughs> to us all. Let me let me find out when that episode
1: is. I think it's season two. Miranda's just like my very. I think favorite. it might be
2: coming up actually. I
1: think it is too.
2: While we do that. Yes. um, Who are you Who of the four women? Or are you a hybrid? I'm a hybrid for sure. Um, We find most people are. They're all kind of extreme, aren't they? I would say I am a Miranda in the streets and a Charlotte in the sheets. Whoa, I love that.
1: Does that imply that you're like... Open to trying something a little kooky, bananas. Because Charlotte cause often Charlotte, goes along Charlotte, with, yeah. I mean, even though
0: she's the prudish
2: one, she's not prudish. She's
0: had like, well, I'd say, like eighty percent of her storylines have been with her like getting with a guy who has some kind of something, and then she's like, "That's the first she's time she's someone's it.
1: broken it down into streets." And I cheese. love it. I I'm, <laughs> love it. I'm, I'm, I, everyone has like a different way of like describing it. Like,
2: um, yeah. So I think possibly I kind of present as um, maybe. Miranda outside Charlotte inside Is a Capricorn Because I pre- present As like very Oh interesting Like tough and practical But at the end of the day I'm like a romantic Kind of old fashioned So I feel
1: like you're like Miranda seasons one Through three On right. the outside And then Miranda At the end
2: Yes Oh interesting I just yes. recently watched The Sex and I'm the City intrigued. 2
1: movie Which you
2: know? is a hot Racist mess guys. The Abu Dhabi stuff Yeah, yeah I've heard it's so fun. <laughs> no, I'm not. You're not wrong, but Miranda. It's a mess.
1: But like Miranda and Charlotte in that, yes, are just hilarious. And well, the way they deal with like, it doesn't matter. It's, it's a hoot and a half. It seems like yes. it falls
0: in line with how much of this is done. It's just like an updated. Oh, my God. And Miranda, the white
2: outfit in that movie. I can't.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm Liza it.
1: Liza Minnelli. Yes. <laughs> comes out in the first, like, 15 minutes and does the single ladies dance with such prowess. And she's, like, 70-something in that movie. And you're just, like, her Damn. tiny little legs. And she's moving, like, with the best of them. And I was like, we're at a Gay then, wedding.
2: Gay wedding problematic okay. gay wedding obvs well yeah <laughs> but probably. she hasn't
1: she doesn't know anything about that
2: right because she's liza so she just does her thing
1: i'm bridget but also oh. Liza. oh had. cool <laughs> good,
2: cool good, good, good. yeah okay. liza does
1: okay. her thing. i mean if liza's anywhere it's any like if you say liza did they I, mean, I
0: wonder if they make this joke if you like say liza minnelli three times she like <laughs> appears <laughs> appears i've just been rewatching for probably the 45th time in my life arrested development all the way through and she's just I've never so, seen it. You've no. Oh. Mm-hmm. I've only watched it once. I think Arrested Development might be my all-time favorite. It's the kind of... I've watched it 45 times, and every time there's new stuff in it. The the depth... I mean, I've seen it, like, probably 15 times, actually. 15. It's so good. I can't believe neither of you have... I've I can't seen believe it. you haven't seen it. It's, it's like, like, the depth of the, the cleverness that they set up. And once you know it super well, too, there's stuff from the fourth season, or in, from the third season before they cut it that is planted in the first and jokes so and stuff. It's so true of
2: Sex and the City, too.
0: Oh, I can't wait to see that.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, okay, I have two questions for you. Yeah. The one is was it different to watch Sex in the City while you were living in the city for the first time? Mm. And two um this is a question we like to ask. What's something that's happened to you either in your life in general or since you've been here that you were like, wow, that was extremely Sex in the City? Sure. Um just to layer them on. Wait, what was know?
2: the first question? Yeah, I was just like,
0: why did I do that? The first question was about if it was different watching it in New York.
2: A little bit. I had lived in New York for a summer um, in college and I definitely... I did that too. Yeah. And I then you
0: kind of feel adjusted a little bit. Right. It
2: helps. Um, and I was on the Upper West Side, which I feel like doesn't get enough attention on the show, to be honest. Well, they're, it's East, when, they're East Side biddies, Yeah. So um
0: upper west side is kind of like the, the suburban neighborhood of the city right. I feel
2: like which is probably why I like it because I secretly want to be a park slope mom same, someday
0: same I love the upper west side yeah I do too. I spend a lot of time well, there well because Mara went to Columbia for the first five years I visited I spent a ton of time in like Morningside Heights right, right. Oh, which is I very took, easy to I love. took Robin to community yesterday oh, fun. oh I love community I, love. I had a data
2: community recently oh, <laughs> that's a
0: good place for it because yeah. no matter what you're going to have an Incredible meal Right
2: And like I was dating Someone who lived In Washington Heights Oh perfect. And so it was like Kind so of the, the only Decent meeting place Oh so
0: you were In a long distance ooh, Relationship right. A track oh, And well. I felt
2: like Really Lake cool Because I actually Knew places there Because my friend Went to Barnard So mm. that was kind of The New York I first interfaced with
1: Oh community's best Have you gone for brunch Because their pancakes Are literally yes, Out of this pancakes. world And yeah. their
2: um, frittatas Are huge Yeah I got so it
1: was very good I've been in it's a real so good Like egg and avocado kick That's that's, that's why you can't Buy a house
0: It's all the avocados
1: you buy. I'm
2: a millennial. Exactly. (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: Anyway, um, has there been... No, please.
2: Yeah, sorry. So I think dating is so different now. My main experience with dating, like if you're serious about finding someone, which I guess at this point I am, (laughs) you're using apps, which not even in their world, right? Like the fact that they even take taxi cabs, you're like... (laughs) Yeah. When (laughs) when
0: they call home to listen to messages on their answering machines.
2: And watching Sex and the City... Mm -hmm makes me kind of grateful i'm not straight not gonna lie yeah. So <laughs> sorry what was
0: dating, dating the city apps you've been dating yeah, yeah. so
2: living in the city glad I, you're not
0: straight yes definitely men. glad
2: i'm not yeah. straight um the show definitely one of the positive things is definitely like i i obviously part of what i wanted to talk about tonight is that lesbian relationships are complex and real and complicated and what? hard and great <laughs> i know right <laughs> but there are some things that you just don't deal with and i think it's in this episode so a little bit yeah a tiny bit yeah actually is it's the toothbrush part in this episode mm-hmm.
1: okay um my question for you also which bridget our other question is has there been anything that's happened where you've been like <gasps> i'm just like them this is very mm. sex in the city
2: no, I mean yeah. living in Brooklyn is so different. <laughs> it is. It's true. And yeah, I mean, I think I I haven't really had that moment yet, um, but I'm waiting on it. I just feel like living in New York is so exciting. I feel like even just meeting Bridget and getting asked to do this podcast totally. is like kind of one of those great New York oh, stories. Like this that's is why so you sweet. this is why you move to New York. You meet new people and yeah. get to do things you've never done before. But I think. Part of what's interesting too is that like we have such different things that we want to do now and i i don't know that i've had like a traditional sex and the city moment maybe like an updated version of it
0: well that counts too that's kind of uh, what we mean anything that just like feels like in it the could world. have happened to them because mm-hmm. we a lot of what we talk about is like versions of what happens in the show that happened to us now or how it would be different for example, just being able to text someone would solve so many problems at many, right. many moments. You right.
1: know? Also, I don't understand how like, like in last episode, like Big like showed up at Carrie's door and was like, you're alive and walked away. Like, how do you get up there?
2: How do you get in? Is there not a buzzer? Right. The logistics of the show are sometimes distracting. It, well, yeah. Or they like, they'll be like, I yeah, know. let's go on a date. And it's like when, where, like and I, they do it, how do yeah. you find this new place? I am constantly using my Google Maps. Yes, yeah, indeed. Their um, knowledge
0: of the city—they all just see. Yeah, they all just seem to know. Right, but maybe they run in, you know, four blocks or circ- four block squares. They it just would not like be a up circle. and down the East Side. Yeah, they would have loved
1: the Q train. <laughs> oh. I
2: guess maybe one of maybe one of my f- <laughs> That's so funny right? <laughs> one of my kind of funny new Sex in the City ish moments was. I, w- I work in Chelsea right now, but I was walking around during Fleet Week, and I w- yeah. love that episode, and my ex is in the Navy, so I was just like, this is just too much Whoa. for me right now, but in a good way a little bit. Can
1: I ask you an ignorant straight person question? Please,
2: that's what I'm here for tonight.
1: Are <laughs> <laughs> Lady Navy booties as Delicious. enticing? <laughs> As men's little booties Absolutely. in their little Fleet Wheat outfits. Fleet. If not more.
2: Yeah. Actually, actually, the uniforms are not super flattering for women. Fair. but I'm sure so out of context. Of course yeah, they're of not, context. because
0: that would be too um, hard for all the guys to right. resist. Just and they wretched. just couldn't do their jobs if you no. could see a woman's butt. No.
1: So I just, their tushies are just so, like... Love a Navy tushy. I love a Fleet week. <laughs> Um Anyway, should we dive in? Speaking I would of love the to Navy? dive in. Hey. <laughs> Oh, fun, fun, fun. she loves a sequitur. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Is that what it's, if it's called? Is it called? A, a non
2: sequitur is when you just like randomly switch. Right, so yes. would it be called a sequitur? <laughs> sequitur. Yeah, I, I, well, we're making I it I know you can be regardless. overwhelmed and I know you can be underwhelmed, but can you, can ever, you ever just, just be well?
0: Did you see Gabrielle Union the other day posted a throwback photo of all of Did them? She? Yeah, TBT with all of them uh, filming amazing. that. And she hashtagged, can't you ever just be whelmed? <laughs> I
2: was like, you're my favorite.
0: <clears throat> what movie
2: is that? 10 Things I Hate About You.
0: Mm, it's been on. a minute. It's so good. So this episode, as I mentioned earlier, is called Cheating on a Curve. No, The Cheating cheating Curve. curve. It is not called Cheating on a Curve. (laughs) I was testing everyone. I almost had a moment where I was like, Bridget, did we introduce ourselves? But we did that like 10 minutes ago. We did. Also, I just wanted to let everyone know because... (laughs) I feel it's pertinent. Brooke didn't take nets this episode and she has given me such a hard time about doing it in the past. It's true. I went I went rogue. It's, I love it though because it yeah, exactly, because it's Brooke going rogue. I like it when she goes a little. I'm so type A. <laughs> She's doing a real cute dance. So this episode, as I said, is
2: called the Cheetah Group. <laughs> we have the title screen yep. on the computer for Bridget. Stop.
1: <laughs> well, Bridget, you don't even have your notes pulled up. I do, they're right here. Oh. <laughs>
0: So the episode starts with an excellent line this time which is th- making a reference to New Yorkers attending the env- at the opening of an envelope which I thought was very funny. But it's a bunch of lesbians at an art gallery. Well, it's right. there's there's a power lesbian chic crew and the artist who Charlotte is, has put up in her gallery for this opening is a power lesbian right whatever that means Speaking we just use this <laughs> phrase <laughs> exclusively to refer which to which honestly lesbians. means nothing I have a serious <laughs> question that about
1: I was just like hypothetically like if you were Cynthia Nixon and you were given a script this script would you be like what the literal
2: fuck right yeah. okay guys do we have time I to talk about we have
0: time to talk about everything
2: <laughs> that episode that you've definitely seen it was i think in the first season when
0: she pretends to be a lesbian when she pretends
2: to be a lesbian yeah. interesting let's talk
0: about it <laughs> well just imagining her
2: do it first of all being told to it do was them. hot let's be honest oh, of course like it was. they were well, good, mean, good looking she owns it i yeah. mean
0: she'll look she dressed like a ventriloquist dummy. They dressed dummy. her. Th- she she did. The suit they put her in, she looks exactly like mm-hmm. we found a ventriloquist dummy that she looks That's identical great. to. not to
1: say, I mean, you know that I think that Tony Award winner Sam Nixon is unparalleled in talent and
0: beauty. <laughs> but, well, it's interesting because the show, I, I mean, I know will become more so, but is like this fashion thing mm-hmm. and they make Miranda so schlubby through but she's so not much though. of this. her aesthetic no, is like she owns it, she now, rocks it, but it's yeah. like The things they put her in are fascinating.
2: Right. Like, she was always the gayest character anyway. Um, I I thought that episode was interesting because we know that, I think her name is Sid, knows that Miranda's straight. So we know that she's agreed to go to this dinner (laughs) to help Miranda further her career, which, like, come on, amazing. And also... I love that. I think part of what we'll talk about is how both gay men and gay women in the show are kind of tokenized and sort of
1: absolutely are used as
2: props or foils. I which
1: feel like in this episode, though, like, do a better – f- and I wonder if it's because it's, like, a show about women, and, like, correct me if I'm wrong. Right. But I felt like they did a better job in this episode of, like – being kind to the gay woman than they did in the past with like Stanford and the gay man like they give them a little bit more
0: dimension even though they're not like but the way they talk about that dimension even it's like we're giving them all this agency but then they're just like these power lesbians who do I like it's better but it's like 1998
2: right and I think you know excuse me I like that in in the first not we're not even a minute in (laughs) um they're like lesbian painter right like I don't put on my resume lesbian nurse right. so <laughs>
0: Oh, this is but a, they have I should. To identify. I should, but
2: I don't. Um, I
0: laughed only because they they say that she's a lesbian painter who's also from Brooklyn, and I was like, wow, those are two big things for this show right. to incorporate. It's like, can Brooklyn I mean lesbianism? <laughs> they, I the
1: way they treat Brooklyn is so funny. We didn't talk about this last week, but when Samantha's giving her big speech and she's like, "I've slept with half the men in New York yeah. Manhattan and some in Brooklyn," it's like the, they like tokenize Brooklyn as well. Right. Because I guess right. Brooklyn wasn't it's the other. It wasn't. Gentrified
0: yet? Well, and there this, were small parts of it that were, but yeah. And this show, you know, loves white
2: people. Also, well, the 2nd Avenue Q wasn't open, so how would you come even on get on, from the Upper would, East Side exactly. to Brooklyn? <laughs> well, this is second the
0: second time the 2nd Avenue always come up in it's 10 It's going to be the theme of this one.
1: Um, so Charlotte's out there at the, her own opening with this guy. What's his
0: name? I don't remember what his name is, but you can just tell he's just going to be like another douchebag guy. Well, they guy. immediately like,
1: flash in on like a Tavi Gevinson type. Well, who... Is absolutely <laughs>
0: just like bi- placed there as bait.
2: Also, there are two, I feel, truly authentic lesbian moments in this episode yes one of them is Tamara Tooney isn't it yes okay. I
0: was obsessed when I saw her come on I was like <laughs> fuck yeah also she's basically the first person of color who's been given any kind of character wow. That's true. except for like a bus boy. like she's like a character within their circle the Pakistani bus who boy. they call the Pakistani bus boy. Um, yikes
2: everyone is obsessed with law and order SVU Mariska come
0: on, come on.
2: and it Mariska?
1: also it's Mariska I Mariska Mariska I don't know. I've always I'm not even her gonna yeah. try
2: and say her last name because we're on a first name basis. But <laughs> with the fact that she's in this, yeah, with honestly someone who yes. looks like Stephanie March is great. Yes, it's, and
0: to think this must real. have been right before she started. Well, actually, because she started in Law and Order later,
2: right? But her role also got bigger later on, right? So right. maybe she was doing this as well.
0: She might have been. This is, so, anyway, fascinating.
1: Um, Sorry, no. So Miranda's there with a boy and a man. And a, Charlotte, a no, boy, he's a boy. <laughs> makes, yeah, he's a boy. And Charlotte's a there boy. with a man. And Samantha's like, oh, I didn't know we the had The man is
0: like a club owner. B-Y-O-M. So will they also say that they're there as dates? As dates. That Samantha and, right. and Carrie are. Which is funny to me, given the context of this episode.
2: Yeah, that's <laughs> one of my least favorite tropes is, When you go out with a girl space friend and you have to make a weird joke about Or the whole concept
0: of like girl crushes. Like you can just call it a crush.
2: Right. You don't have to quantify that. Well, sure. and, S- and Samantha does say, like, don't straight men just follow lesbians around yes, to see what so they do, which is okay. just gross.
1: Um, so Carrie uh, is like,
2: I got to go have a headache.
1: But she doesn't have a headache. She's, she's going being to be in Don't you say that sneak. to not have sex, not right. to go have yes. sex?
0: <laughs> well, it's interesting because you're like, if this is an episode about cheating, she's a little bit cheating on her friends. And she brings mm. that up later. Yeah. But, you know, this like,
1: a sh- this, this shame that comes down and she the feels hotness about this that comes there's like the guilt is like addicting and it makes the sex more we talked about this right. it. yeah
0: it makes it an aphrodisiac yeah
1: yeah it's like when you're a seek when you're keeping a, a relationship a secret it, it, there adds an there's an element of excitement but there's also like an element of shame
0: i know this because brooke and i have talked about this a little before um but i was gonna say have you ever like not wanted to tell your friends you were hooking up with someone or dating someone for any reason, um, sometimes it's shame because you don't want them to know who. Well, specifically with an ex, and I have ha- I've had that. Yeah, that is more specific. I,
2: I haven't actually, but I would. Yeah. <laughs> if I ever, if anything ever happened, I, I think my friends would be pretty upset
0: with an ex. Yeah. yeah. I definitely remember like the year after
1: <laughs> I was like sort of on and off with my ex, and like whenever I would sleep with him, I would be like, I would be like, okay, I have to like tell my friends I slept with him again, Ugh, and they yeah. would be like. Brooke, like they had like a similar reaction than when Carrie does k- sort of confess that she's sleeping with sort of she does She totally, can, but I was like, I I was like fuck <laughs> like this episode is like a
2: little real. Later on in the episode, we find out that two of the lesbian characters are exes who are friends. Yeah, yeah. which is an interesting. Kind apparently, of women can do that, but women absolutely and men not. Can. I do not do friends with <laughs> exes.
1: Okay, but look just right, look but at the way look at the way that the the fucking power. Li- they're like they're like the fucking plastics right they have them walk into formation they're never not walking in formation they're also all right. very beautiful and which i also I like now I, well, I recognize her yeah, from Law and Order. yeah i didn't the first time i watched it. i like
2: well,
0: she's young here
2: i love a woman in a good suit but i also like in, in not the show, all lesbians right, wear suits right like yeah. i wear dresses all the time and so there's no one way to sorry, be but a lesbian power lesbian i'm a power lesbian bridget
0: i'm <laughs> 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 so sorry for even pretending <laughs> right <over. laughs>
1: I love that we're talking about this. This is why. I'm so happy to have you opportunity. I know. <laughs> so fuck excited. yeah! So the
0: inevitable happens. Charlie goes to get more champagne, champagne from champagne. the back for her for her opening, and she stumbles upon her guy making out with beautiful wave girl who walked by the camera. Right.
2: Can I just like state that I hate waves? Yeah. But so the men in this episode are really interesting because I don't. They're all aside from big
0: fucking babies,
2: like aren't really important. So they're just kind of bit characters a little bit and even big and this yeah. is not really at his most big do you know what has oh I've, my god Miranda looks so I've, gay right I also now Also, look at, Miranda look at like, her spiked hair like, yes
0: she's also like juggling fondling balls yeah <laughs> like well, that's what I balls. think that's kind of what I mean about how they dress her that's so interesting is that they in this show she's straight she is a straight right. woman but they like lean into this aesthetic right and it's just interesting that they do that with her instead of like trying to counterbalance or something right.
2: well they mesh the sort of she's the power woman right right? she's the workaholic one and so she's a power lesbian but that's like her i mean that is what makes her be written as very masculine and so it's interesting to compare it with the the lesbians in the episode i guess
1: i think so what they're talking about is that charlotte and they're all like a street fair and charlotte and and miranda is like well all men cheat all men cheat which is what i think Draws Charlotte to like
0: get involved with the power lesbians. Right. Is that like they're just saying. Well, the crazy thing is that when she catches the guy making out, he's like, I'll, I'll see you back at the party. You know, right. he's like, he's totally nonchalant. He doesn't about think it. there's any implication or any problem. Right. The
2: men in this episode definitely are part of the sort of bit players that make me grateful I'm not dating men. How they're they're applying that a woman can restrain
1: themselves, but a man cannot. Right. And it's and like that whole fucking up. trope yeah. about like men are meant to go from flower to flower. And it's like, fuck you, I'm a bee too. Yeah.
0: What, sorry what were you saying <laughs> about that? Um,
2: <laughs> fuck you, I'm a bee too. We're I, both bees. <laughs> I think I think part of what kind of underlies this episode as well that I've experienced is that um a lot of my straight friends when they're going through really horrible things, Ugh. over-romanticize lesbian relationships.
0: Right. It's like a convenient, like, if only right. I could be into women, life would right. be easier. And
2: there are some things that are easier and some things that are harder. I think they very much make the lesbian relationships feel very platonic, which, yes, your girl space right. friends right. are, you know, there for you and they are, they're they not going to cheat on you. But, like, that that is across the board. Right.
0: So they devolve kind of from this into what they're like, we all have different opinions on this. that We've heard a little bit, of course. So in this one, it's about what constitutes cheating. cheating. And that's where the idea of the cheating curve, which I have always known and always said correctly, comes from. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so it leads into Carrie writing about the cheating curve because they all have different opinions on... the, yeah, moral relativism is what Miranda says. And then Samantha says, quantum cheating. <laughs> and Samantha says something I definitely disagree with, which is that, I just had a strong reaction to this, that it's only cheating if you're caught, which I think mm. defines Samantha and makes a lot of sense. But so Carrie takes it in this, like, it's a tree falling in the forest idea. Like, is that true? Or is it only cheating if you're caught? Interesting idea that I wholly disagree with. I don't <laughs> agree yeah, with that. Un- yeah. Um. Samantha does this, though, often. Her ide- She's like this power lady. But the more you watch, the more you're like, wow, your ideas about how this works
2: are super fucked right. up. Right. I'm like, you need to be in therapy. That's because
0: Samantha has crippling depression. <laughs> this
2: is Thank a theory you, that Brooke yes. has,
0: yeah. Well,
2: Pretty
1: compelling. They bring it up all the time. And it's like so obvious. Um, but I was going to ask you about, yeah, I want to unpack the cheating curve. And, and I'm, I'm trying to like delicately talk about, I don't know how to like, what do you think? Uh, what are your opinions on this?
2: This is where I guess I'm a Charlotte. I am very hardline. I think. I've never cheated or been cheated on. Um, but I do think that, I guess conceptually, even if someone had feelings for someone else in a way, that's feels like cheating to mm, me. Yeah. I don't know
0: where I fall on, on it. Partially because, as I've talked about before, I've only had, like, two serious relationships. Um, but also, one of those has had, like, different eras, kind of. Uh-huh. Partially by circumstance, partially by choice, partially by... So, like... Did you feel when you were in the second one that you were emotionally cheating? A little bit. Mm-hmm. A little bit. I, Is it okay that I ask? Yeah, definitely. I, I, One of the relationships I was in, I, I definitely still had sort of like residual feelings for the so both of my the relationships that I've been in have ended because I left the country okay so there's like a specific kind of like similarity between both of the course of the relationships but one of them I can kind of, I returned to afterwards and like Brooke is right a little bit that I it wasn't present constantly you know but there was kind of like this low level if I'd return to it or if I'd had access it it yeah and I had a similar thing like the the but that was that was a lot more casual for a while it became serious and my feelings changed yeah so I like mine is this like I went on a break and was
1: like there was a the idea was that I was going to get back with this person when I moved and then sort of Cultivate this other relationship with another person, and like developed like very real and strong feelings, and like was like what is that curve, you know, like how far? Because technically, I was cheating. Not, I wasn't cheating, but I was, I was single. But emotionally, or but I was like, I was like grappling between promises, or yeah. There was like an expectation that one was going to end because I was getting back with the other. Like it was. It was like
0: a Turns very... out feelings don't work like that. And then both ended. <laughs> Spoiler. <Yeah>. Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> I'm single. Um, yeah,
2: I think um, I've been thinking about this. You know, this is, again, as I mentioned, this is the first time I've really dated dated. Mm-hmm. And so...
0: Meaning the, like different people Different on people it, yeah. at the same
2: time. Right. And so there comes a point where... Which it, I've
0: honestly never really done. Right. So. It's not
2: fun. It's and
0: there comes the a fucking... P- yeah, Brooke's been lore. doing it a lot too. It
2: really is. It's really stressful but there also comes a point where you're like oh I l- maybe like this person and you know how upfront are you about
0: are you dating other are you people? dating other people yeah and then they're like I am so so it's interesting in this one because Charlotte's only on her second date with this guy which is why her friends are like he's Charlotte's like he cheated on me and her friends are like maybe that's a little extreme and Charlotte's like I should have gotten fidelity at least for the night you know so there are all these different ways and time frames and I agree with Charlotte like I do too oh absolutely he, he was he was a yeah if you're Fuck on her. a date with someone like don't you leave don't go date. and then he calls her and tells her that it's because the the waif he, he was making out with, out with all of these excuses her Look. uncle just died she just moved to the city he was helping her out yeah like anything you say dude you sound He's like an idiot so she really entertains it way longer than she should um, but honestly. while while they're at
1: the party samantha sees her trainer from her gym and then decides to like Seduce him. cougar on him It's like her yogi she likes her uh, she likes an athletic man and so we watch a montage of Samantha, like. Getting sweaty. Sexually training with this <laughs> trainer. And then we come back to the. The gallery. The, the power next, lesbian. The next day
0: after the opening. And of course, Charlotte's in her glasses because she's at work. And also, she know. looks really beautiful. In she does. Episode. Oh, she's stunning. I love her hair this length.
2: I like serious Charlotte. So
0: she, the guy calls her, and he's like,
2: You don't understand. She's an old friend of my sister's from college.
1: She just moved to the city, and her uncle died last month, and I was just trying to be supportive.
2: Besides, you're the one I want to sleep
0: with. Charlotte hangs up because, dun-dun-dun, the power lesbians they're have arrived. Right. It is, this is an interesting, you, you alluded to this earlier. They're like, they're there to pick up a painting, and they're very bantery, and they're very physical with each other. Right. The two um, lesbian women who have come and it's i think it's meant for the viewer to assume that they're also in a couple right and then they're like jk we broke they're up they're bantering about who's going to get the painting they love it and also i love this art i think it's so it's cool amazing. i wonder how that works in a show like this like if you have to do an art show who is in charge of being like here's the concept for this and now i have to fake all this art <laughs>
2: Right, and they're both in very male professions, too, for sure. Yes,
0: they're both high-powered. One of them's a CEO, or right. she's a VP, VP. at, at um, Warner Music. And the other one works at, on So Wall Charlotte, Street. Charlotte assumes that they were together. Right, and they say, no, we're just friends. We dated
2: five years ago. That is so cool, which is, so one thing that, my therapist said to me, "Yeah, um, please share." <laughs> what I love about living in New York is yep. you can talk about your therapist and no one cares. Yep. Is that if you can be friends with someone, you are never really in love with them. So to me, watching this, it's like it kind of devalues the realness of a lesbian relationship. It's like, oh, you know, we can yeah. just be friends. So we had it wasn't. You don't as, agree with that? It wasn't
0: as ro- but but. Sh- you don't because we know a lot of these people but that's not an uncommon thing for people to think and for that that like exists out in the world I think
2: sure also they I go think. to this like gay bar and, and then it's this...
0: like in the door is a fucking <laughs> it's, vagina. it's I amazing
2: <laughs> but like I wanna... that's, that's... oh
0: so so
1: the lead the pa- I I, I'm sorry that I, that I keep like referring to them as the power lesbians but it's
0: really that's what they they're called this. power lesbians yeah. tm but <laughs> the, <laughs> the power lesbians invite charlotte out on every for a
2: drink hello I'm Whatever, a power lesbian. But they go to these, to these like great yourself. gay gay or le- lesbian specifically yeah. bars and dance clubs, which which, I love. which is great, but doesn't actually really exist. I there know. are ladies nights at gay bars. But they don't. But, but they don't. Which is like, crazy because they would have clientele. We're in New York. Yeah, yeah, we're in New York. You would think that they would have that. But to me, the fact that they have this mythical world it really is mythical because I you know
0: and that it's a mythical world that a straight woman gets access to and then it's like all my problems are solved because Charlotte's there and she's like having the time of her life without worrying about men and like the trope trope of
2: them going to gay clubs is pretty common too when they're like oh we're so over men we're just gonna go to a gay club but that's like queer space well
0: right it's interesting because a lot of the, sh- the bars in this show, I know from reading a little bit and from people talking to me, are based off of real bars. Mm-hmm. But and so thinking about that, I was like, I want to know if a place like this exists in the city at I, all, or I if I they bet really just I bet that at it the does. time though. Maybe yeah. I mean there had to have been. actually I um was just watching a documentary about um. The Windsor decision in the Mm -hmm. Supreme Court. And she, Edie, and Thea, the couple, met at a gay bar in New York, actually, when they were young. So, like, they, I mean, they do exist, but not, they can't in the proliferation of, like, male gay bars.
2: Right. Not, not even close. And you'd be shocked, I, I think after I watched The L Word, I looked it up, and you'd be shocked that even in LA and New York, there are not a whole lot of spaces that are specifically for women who identify as gay. That's wild.
0: That's wild
2: they are ladies' totally nights, just for banana, sure, but... Right.
0: It, but even that has, like, a kind of pejorative yeah. feel to it. Yeah.
2: So... Ugh. And then we shoot to... And Mir-
0: then we shoot to... Uh, Miranda on a date with, with
2: a horrible mansplainer who's telling her about film. Yeah, yeah they, they, they go The minute he was a film
0: boy, I was like, he's oh, boy. Like, oh, fuck that. Fuck shitless. They see, like, like a four-hour...
1: Second episode of the Holocaust has, like, low-key come up. That's <laughs> In a row. So Miranda's, like, hooking up with this dude, and then...
0: He turns on porn on Gross. the TV on DVD and he cannot it's even look away a VHS from it. Baby. It is a Oh sorry, I meant that but I couldn't even think of the this, the <laughs> correct letters, the three letters. I'm like Miranda's like full, like she's on him. She's so hot. I love her. The idea a guy and it's like bad. The
2: porn is so 80s.
0: Yeah. Formulaic pet yeah. porn and it's, it's also just, just like, like she's on it's like a woman
1: on it's like they're doing exactly what they're doing in the porn like why do you need to watch the porn
2: but better because real women are it's actually real better life and than- it's not
0: yeah well it's interesting because casually says once that he's addicted to porn and it's like that's clearly oh. what this is and I think that's actually like they don't really make a point of it but it's like he he literally cannot at look away from it at any point with a live woman in his lap so from this moment too you're like this guy is just there's no hope like why is oh, right. she and I feel even like
1: Miranda like always finds the guy who like has the sneaky vhs but this guy's like over it's like the opposite yeah, of the guy who the, hit the porn the sloppy guy who hit it yeah um and so
0: then across town as she does this was a fascinating scene you know I...
2: everyone expects <sighs> me to hate big really like hate him yeah what are your thoughts i
1: he looks like a Frenchman. He's wearing a turtleneck, and his eyebrows are uh, prominent. Immaculately groomed.
2: I get the appeal of him. I think, in some ways, this is kind of where some of my lasting neuroses from the show last, where you have this epic story arc where you give someone seven seasons to not treat you like shit. And so I think he's great, but it's also like how many... Hours of I've, emotional labor have yeah. we all done to make Big
0: a big a good person? I've disliked him from the beginning or distrusted him. My my caveat to that is like I see their chemistry and right. I see how compelling that is, and I also understand that if I'd watched this at like thirteen years old, I would have been I would have had no concept. Right. But that's kind of the the interest of watching it now for the first time is being He's like so Whoa.
1: manipulative. He never gives an answer. She's
0: also fucking awful. She goads him into trying to answer things that she shouldn't be asking him.
1: Yeah. So Carrie cooks she carrie makes fondue, makes fondue. <laughs> and it's bad that's terrible but then she's like
0: so
2: i haven't told any of my friends we've seen each other again hmm? neither have i i sensed you didn't want me to
0: this is the first the first scene this um in this episode where i was like i cannot stand carrie and then it happens again later it gets worse in my opinion but even here she says things that i just cannot believe it's like you go from zero making dinner well to she's like it's okay if i do it but it's not okay if he does it she was, And he's kind of like, and like,
1: I know we just shat on big a little bit, but like, he's kind of taking her lead. He's like, I didn't think you'd want to tell people, right. so yeah. I'm not telling people either.
2: Right. And this is the constant negotiation that we all have. Like, do we stop seeing other people? Do we? Right. When you're dating, when you're And also it's even especially
1: tricky if it's like an ex. And so this is and she doesn't also something
0: she continues to feel guilty about. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then so she leaves. She like doesn't want to, she like leaves before he wakes up.
0: At 7 a.m. This had to happen. She bumps into Miranda. Uh, Of course she does. Miranda is all of our (laughs) conscience.
2: conscience.
0: I've now said a few times, so I'm sorry I'm hammering it home, but that I feel Miranda acts as the voice of almost the critic within the show, and that's why I I deeply love her so much, because when I get to my points of, like, what is happening, she's the one who says something on screen.
2: Which is why I think, um, you know – it helps cynthia nixon is gorgeous and also a queer woman but she also kind of fills that space of like the de facto lesbian yeah. like i've my friends joke that i am the scary one to introduce their significant others <laughs> to because i'm the harsh critic and i don't i don't fuck around with men and i don't take their shit and if it's if they don't treat my friend well, i'm not okay with it and i think there's something that i always deeply identified with her i mean we're yeah. both redheads <laughs> so that helps another that's
0: a, that's a soul connection right, right. There. you can't <laughs>
2: fake a ginger she's a
0: protector she's a fierce she's like yeah also that cute face she makes after in, she walks away from miranda in my
1: radical theory where they're all in carrie's head this episode's all about brooke's radical theories mm-hmm. like this mm-hmm. is a moment where carrie is like directly confronted by her consciousness Mm, on know. the street, walking home, but she's she's like I had a teeth cleaning, and Miranda's like because
0: Miranda's like why are you uh, here at seven a.m. apparently early doing? for a uh, teeth cleaning, and then they have a normal conversation, and then Miranda's well, like well wait why are you dressed up? Carrie's very quickly like how's your life? Yeah, she brushes it off. How's your man boy and, and Miranda she, that, tells him that's where she's like well I'm I'm sort of cheating on my friends with big right. So Samantha and her man hook up. This Shocking.
2: is this is honestly one of her more boring. Funny hookups. It is because
0: nothing, they, they don't even really have sex on screen. Well, like they, they make in, out. No, they don't. They don't have sex. They no. shower and
2: then he
1: shaves. He shaves her legs. Which I think I would oh. never want I was going to say. Anyone, I was watching, this happens in The Handmaid's Tale too. Have you watched The Handmaid's yes, Tale? Yes, of course. When he's like, Can they shave your legs? And I'm like, Why is that? Do like, men
0: like
2: to do this? Is this no, a thing? I, I don't like to do it. I don't want to do it. I think it. it's
0: a specific kink. That, okay. Or not even as extreme as that, but like if you're into it, you're into it. But I think the woman has to be. At a point where she's like, okay, also, please shave. It's like, if you can cut you me, sh- I will,
1: I will, I will <sighs> kick you. And I'm like so quick to be like, ooh, kick you in the face. <laughs> Oops. I'm like, don't tickle me. I will punch like you
2: in the bottom. Like a horse. Right? <laughs> well, also we have a lot of conversations, possibly not yet, but in future Episodes and seasons about waxing. And Why does she like
1: it? I was like, she, I, no. I, I thought he was like going down on her. I was intrigued. like, oh, okay. So he shaves a lightning bolt onto her vagina. Which and then, we learn
2: later. Then we have
1: like a funny conversation about pubic hair.
2: Right. And Miranda's like, they want a little girl, which fits in with the whole porn aesthetic. Yeah. An interesting thought I
0: have had about that as I was watching it was that the porn thing, I mean, it's ridiculous. Miranda shouldn't have to deal with feeling competitive with it but it's almost like women versus porn is kind of the same as like guys versus like gotta make sure you have an orgasm or like Mm -hmm. guys versus how big is my dick you know it's kind of like the because the the way porn works for women is it's just like so unrealistic and it sets up it's for a male gay you know it's not about female pleasure at all can we start drinking
1: martinis just like yeah
0: Uh, we should do gin martinis unless they were originally meant to be though because I cannot do vodka (laughs)
2: Okay. Also, the second authentic lesbian moment is Miranda's whole look in this scene oh, where it's she's so just wearing good. the most perfect suit. But button, she's not. It was, it was button button is, it's crazy because
1: <laughs> this whole episode you've been like, some, like Miranda as this like, queer figure, but right.
2: she's not. Right. Like,
1: yeah.
0: She's yeah. not. She, uh, like, and I wonder... like. But it is, it's the interesting aesthetic uh, crossover so of a power woman who's just a power woman, like a lawyer. Right. And where you're like, it's Where does that become conflated with lesbianism? Right. Because there are stereotypes. And they kind of call
1: Charlotte out. They're like, you
2: can't like hang out with the lesbians and not tell them you're a lesbian. Not tell them you're not a lesbian. Not a lesbian. (laughs) Right. Their lives aren't complicated by men. That's a line that bothers me. Yeah. No. They are. Like, lesbians' lives are complicated by women.
1: (laughs) Right. Like, and though they're complicated
0: by men, like, just like living their lives because they're still women. And men will still get in their fucking way. And, tokenize them in different ways right. and sexualize them but, but Car- then you have to deal with relationships with women that right. are just as nuanced and complicated right. but this whole time carrie is hiding in the bathroom and we're like
1: why and it turns out except miranda opens
0: the door and passes her
1: a, mar- a martini i ceremony. love that <laughs> but <laughs> carrie's diaphragm is stuck in her vagina. how do diaphragms work nurse hannah okay <laughs> we need to pause yeah, this we do. this conversation
2: i'm ready Also, there's so much more like Charlotte Yeah, there's depth of. Charlotte says there. we don't talk about sex when she's with her lesbian friends, which again is like an annoying stereotype I feel I have to just sort of point out that like it sort of strips lesbians of passion and sexuality, sexuality yeah. and and the, the whole lesbian bed death myth needs to die. Like right. I don't enjoy that at all. So well, it's just like
0: there are a bunch of straight people who don't like talking about sex either and they're so it's just people talk about it or they don't but to imagine that lesbians are somehow like not passionate or they don't talk about it openly it's like no and especially if you're at a at a gay club surrounded by people who are interested in the same thing that you are like why wouldn't you be talking about that
2: (laughs) and miranda and samantha say you can't lead them on but again it's like why is there an
1: implication that she's leading them on? right could just be their their friend
2: i hang out with women and that's the thing that like ugh, it's just, like, the not assumption. to make it all serious, but, like, that was, like, a huge argument for Don't Ask, Don't Tell, is that, like, right. you know, if you're gay, you must want to sleep with every man in your platoon right. or whatever. That's just not on... Sexuality like, doesn't work that way. No. A good point, I think, especially in an episode that has a lot of porn in it, is that... And Samantha's line about don't straight men just follow lesbians around to see yeah. what they do. So it's, like, either lesbians are... Completely over sexualized for the pleasure of men, or they're completely yeah. stripped of their sexual passion when they're just like with women. Which,
0: like, how many phom- homophobic dudes out there exclusively
2: beat off to lesbian porn? <laughs> right, right. Don't want to <laughs> like, think about yeah. it.
0: <laughs> well, because lesbian porn often, 90% of it that exists in the world is for straight dudes, which is absurd. Right. So dumb. Carrie needs to Carrie needs to get her diver mount. Samantha like takes well, a swig f- and is like, okay. "I just
1: got a manicure." Right. Like, what do you think uh, a vagina Samantha. does to? Yeah, sorry. Well, the
0: funniest part to me was that when Samantha said, "I just got a man, uh, my nails done," I was like, "No, that's actually worse. If you're gonna stick fingers in a vagina, you don't want to have nails on, <laughs> or well, like, like long got, nails. I know she understand. got polished, but like she, you know, um, right. So- but you have
2: to manually put in and take out yeah. a diaphragm. All this to say this plot line possibly wouldn't read necessarily now because we all... No, not at I'm
1: all. I'm like, can you get my nuva because Yeah, out? she gets it stuck and then <laughs> right. they all
0: go through, like Charlotte won't end, which would have been shocking. Miranda won't. And then it's like, of course, well, right. <laughs> then they're like, Carrie, who are you having sex with? And she confesses that she's sleeping with a Pig. Right. And they kind of freak out at her, which I think I would do if I was Carrie's friend. And she's too. like, I don't feel good. I'm not going in this movie. And she defends him and yeah. then ditches that. She's like, he wasn't that awful to me. Um, well, I mean, there were moments that he wasn't. And there were moments where Carrie was just as much complicit as Big well, was. But oh, he was awful Carrie to her. awful. Like, Later in this episode. Oh, my God. I want to. I hate I her. wanted to close my computer watching. So she's like doesn't sleep all night thinking about whether her friends are right or not, and like what right. is happening with Big, and like you are a grown woman, and I know this is real, and I know this is intense, but like go to sleep. It's like Think has about Carrie had like a significant relationship prior to Big? She has to have. Oh my
2: god! Now we're in lesbian Wonderland.
0: Lesbian Wonderland. Look at them. None of them are wearing a single color. Right. None of them are every. There. Are, this is a party of power lesbians, and they are all in black brown white suits basically right.
1: because lesbians don't wear color right? no Hannah? no 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 and of course they're no all
0: white they're all white so except for our SBU love <laughs> yeah um so sh- also Charlotte has the cutest hair going on I just have to say oh it's God. like teased out she looks like she could be in high school so the woman who's Oh well, the woman who's hosting the party is is a person of color. Yeah, that's true. She was the second one in this, and I was like, wow, lesbians can be people of color. I Um, left
2: so hard when she's like Diana the Huntress. I got it on sale. (laughs) Look, I went to a women's college, and we definitely had an Athena sculpture, (laughs) and so I very much identified with that. That possibly could be added to an authentic lesbian (laughs) moment in this.
1: Um, So she's talking. The woman who's hosting the party is talking to Charlotte about going skiing, and how, and Charlotte's like thanking her for being so gracious and. And this woman's kind of like, I gotta cut to the chase. Let's
0: chat. I actually felt weird about this Me too. because, too. because so sh- so, so sh- she's and I, I, I thought know. Charlotte handled herself really well. I
1: agree. So the woman well, asks if you if she's gay, and Charlotte says, No, no, I'm not. But I do so enjoy the company of all these women. Everyone's so smart and funny, and <laughs> after spending way too much time and attention on men, it feels like such a safe, warm environment. And while sexually I feel that I am straight, there's a very powerful part of me that connects to the female
0: spirit. Well, there's the, I'm spending way too much time and attention on men, which is annoying, because then it's like, oh, so only then are you spending time with lesbian women. But she also says, no, I'm not, but I've had such a good time. I like these new friends.
2: Right, and there's no space for like having like Charlotte is essentially saying that you can't have an affinity for women without right. being or like that they're sort only of
0: straight women can be friends with each other, Right. or right. lesbian women, which yeah. is also like okay. So the two lesbian women who we met early on, who were once a couple but are now friends, if they can be friends and hang out in the same group, then they're not trying to have sex with each other. Right. Then like. Why can't there be space for other people who aren't trying to... Like, they can just have friends.
2: It's very close-minded. It's also frustrating because this whole... Like, this queen be lesbian. Yeah. Which, like... What is that? But she also... We find out before this whole interaction with Charlotte that she used to be married. Yeah. So, you know, there's a whole component of where is there space for sexuality that's fluid. I... I'm not right. I wouldn't consider myself super on the spectrum like I'm very much identify as a lesbian woman but this woman clearly was married before and maybe came out later in life. Yeah. And so but the that's fact that's a valid for, part of her
0: life too. Right. The
2: fact that this is coming from her in particular too is very narrow-minded. Yeah. And doesn't as really like
0: who spent time in many ra-
2: worlds of sexuality right. it sounds like.
0: Yeah. Well, so Charlotte, I mean, she does it in the ungraceful sex in the city way of saying, also I was spending too much time on men. But this woman shuts her down completely as and it's kinda like, Oh, is that the moral here? Yeah, right. it like We're it done it with the be lesbians. Like, we're now. done with the
1: lesbians, yeah. Right. It's like they it's go back m- into
0: their orbit and like,
1: we don't they see have them to, again until they buy paintings. They have to be you have to be in your in your like lion hunt. No? Nope. Right.
0: What is it? Hunt pack. for a mate. Your pack. Oh, your, your pack. pride. Your, your prize. Prize. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: pride. Your pride. Pride pride. We just finished hey. pride. Month.
0: Hey. Look at that coming back around. <laughs> yeah. Well, so,
1: Samantha gets busted because she goes to the sauna well, after. It's not her th- fault. She has no idea. When she no, hooks I know. up with her. I know, but she goes into the sauna. And, I mean, it's Samantha's plotline is so dumb. Right. Like, she goes into the sauna and she sits down, and the
0: woman next to her stands up and also has a lightning bolt on her vagina and sees Samantha's and goes, that fucker or whatever. Right. So Because it, also, when they started hooking up Samantha and her guy, she was like, you must do this with everyone. And he explicitly was like, no, I never do this. Which means, of course, he has. All the time.
1: Um, and then Miranda, we cut to a Miranda who's. Who's like with with a sex addict. So Miranda um, goes off on him. Yeah. She's like, I'm right here. And he's like, yeah, I've
0: only known you for a week. Like, and I've known these women
2: for years. uh, Yeah.
1: Really dark, 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 disgusting and gross.
0: I hate him. And, so um, that's it Miranda leaves and honestly she should have left after the first time and I, yeah. I'm, surprised well, I'm surprised she goes back I'm surprised she goes back too and the same thing with he's not there's nothing compelling enough about him to go back for date two after like, he fucks why, up sex because he can't look away why from why give him like I feel like
1: the porn Miranda's so much better
0: than that porn too. thing one you're like bye yeah so then well especially if you've known someone for a week then there's no incentive to like stick around and then especially since
2: we start the episode with like a deal breaker where this on the second date this guy is being a cheater cheating on cheating Cheating. or whatever on charlotte quotes yeah yeah
0: then the most infuriating scene perhaps of this of this entire show so far for me carrie is on a date with big
1: and they're dancing and carrie is kind of like trying to get him to dtr she is
0: being the most obnoxious kind of partner I, I think you can possibly my be my stomach literally hurts first of all I don't want to even watch been it again <laughs> keeping this a secret from everyone and she now is upset that big has also been keeping a secret which doesn't make any sense but she's like why why did you why did we break up and he's well like, first she's like
1: are we officially dating? And he's like, I don't know. What does officially mean? And then she's like, Why did we break up? And if you recall, Carrie fucking broke up with
0: him. And he's kind of like, You left. when he she says. says that, and she's like, She's like, Yeah, but why would we have? Or you know, like, what was?
2: You didn't say what I wanted to hear. Oh, is that it?
0: No, not just that. Can you imagine saying to someone? It's your fault I broke up with you. You didn't say what
1: I wanted to hear. My therapist and I talk a lot about how I set people up for unconscious tests. So, like, I sort they're of... They're going to fail. I sort of, like, resonate with Carrie. But the thing is, like, I would
0: never call someone out on that. Like, that's, like, clearly no, a thing about Carrie. Yeah, it's not right. calling someone else out. It's you being like, you you didn't do this thing that I needed. Right,
2: that's when you go to therapy. You don't then yeah, work it out shit. with him.
0: That's a failing of... I, I know we're being a little extreme, but she pushes him so hard in this. And he's kind of an asshole, but in, in scenes like this, it's when I it's get awesome. this weird sympathy for him because I'm like, you're dealing with an impossible girl right now. She's playing this <laughs> she's game. Like, did you cry? And he's like, no, no. but I missed you. And, and then she like, says, I guess we're officially back together. And I was like, where out- did you
1: get that from? Yeah, Carrie loves to take like 10 steps ahead of what You asked him. him,
0: you had a, the most ridiculous conversation. And then at the end of it, you're like, well, I guess here we are.
2: Well, with him too... They always pick up where they left off. So they yeah. never start over possibly doing it better that time. Right. And I think so that's it comes where. With
0: all the baggage, right. all the everything.
2: So you can, I guess you can understand where it's like, yeah, can you casually date someone that you've been in a serious relationship? No. And they do it over and over. And so it's kind of. I adamantly like, say. What's it.
0: the meaning in any of this at this point? You're just, you like know you're going to fall back into that. Right. Why? Or, like,
1: the things that you broke up with in the first place are, like, not no, nothing's been resolved. Right. Like, they Especially
0: like, if they're, like, internal issues that you're not dealing with at all.
1: A hundred percent. This was, like, a big... This was, well, this was, like, a, a big thing with my, like, on and off again thing. Yeah. With, with my ex. Like, I feel like I would, like, almost get back together with him. And then the same, like, glaring issues would come up. And it would be, like, 80% about me and, like, 20% about him. But, like, that, I was, like... I, I kept, like, running away from it and being... I, like... I get it, but it's also like I'm infuriated with myself and with Carrie. <laughs> yeah, right. she's
2: hard to watch sometimes. Well, and it's also yeah. like sometimes. the sort of premise of this episode is that Charlotte has taken a break from men, and nominally we know her, and she's going to so go. So she
0: must go to lesbians. Right, she's
2: going to jump yeah. back in and start dating, but what has she really worked on? Nothing. What has she learned from it? And this yeah. is this is what makes the show six seasons long, is that they take so long to learn it's not right. like she's worked on herself and now she's going back into the dating world and is more equipped to no, deal with it. No, and in fact, it. she
0: knows she isn't, and so she's hiding it from her friends There's because like, she's like knows. No plot line that
2: really,
1: I think, stands the test of time. I mean, like I think yeah, Carrie's. Like, would
0: any of these do you think have been on TV today? I think Carrie's would be in a different sense. Yeah, the big thing is. Yeah, is repeatable. always like sort of
1: relevant no matter when and where you are because like.
0: The porn thing potentially. Yeah, it'd be different. It'd be on a laptop and not mm-hmm. on a DVD. But VHS, babe.
2: <laughs> the whole diaphragm plotline. I did line it again and I tried have, not to. Yeah, it really wouldn't have. Which I, rewatching yeah, it with you no. guys, it is actually pretty important. To I mean, that forces a confession from Carrie, and it, yeah, that I think that wouldn't have necessarily worked now.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I wonder what the like version, the version of, that of that would be. be seeing like a snapchat or something where you're like was th- he in your room last I night hate that. or like <laughs> i'm just okay, being dark be like, millennial like, about instagram it
1: instagram story like you're both in the same place being like right. were yeah. you with were you with big last night yeah right. or, like, or like
0: did you see did you know big was there i saw it, and his story he was <laughs> i hate that but it's so true <laughs> oh that's funny um okay i'm actually interested to hear this um i'll start here who did you relate to most in this episode
2: you know, this is a tough one because yeah. we talked about which episode I wanted to come on. I don't really feel like, even with Miranda, she no. was honestly too squeamish about the whole diaphragm situation. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, Nurse Hannah over here. You I would know, be like, like oh, come, right, come on. Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't really relate to anyone. It was kind of a weird episode. It is, I agree.
1: I think it would take a minute for me to, like, dig into my friend's vagina. Like, Yeah. you know? Like... I think as a nurse, you're maybe, like, a little desensitized to that. Possibly. That like, may be true. Like, it's, like, a lot. I mean, like... Yeah, that's fair. It is a lot. I feel like...
0: Well, it's... The the one funny thing is that she's... When she says it, she's like, I'm either going to need to make an emergency visit to my gynecologist, or I need some help. Yeah, and they do so it. So it's it. emergency. But I think, like... Unless you're like, I, do you know that panic when you realize something's wrong? Like, or you feel sick or something, or you'd feel just something in that. Like, fuck, fuck. Can I figure this out on my own? Like how, how bad is this going to be? Right. Like
2: I'm the same way. Like it is an embarrassing situation. Like me being a nurse doesn't make me immune to that, but I think it more represents a a strange, puzzling squeamishness that but these women have with their body. Them, like they yeah. have sex all the time. They deal <laughs> right. with vaginas all the time. But their own usually for friend. sure. Right, right. But I, I think know. I guess I just don't that doesn't totally like fit with Jive. with who I think of them as and totally. who possibly they think of themselves as. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't really, Did you? I didn't really Yeah, I don't with know it. that I do. I like sort of, of resonate with like the, the like Carrie big base thing base of Carrie. Right. Like,
1: I don't think I would go to the extremes that she would. I, I really like, I, I understand her tendencies and I think that part of that is that I'm like so yeah. subconsciously influenced by her and what I thought that relationships should be based on this. Like imagine like Carrie this is, big. you know,
0: I literally, yeah, I can't imagine watching it. 11 so years old.
1: like, I get it and I've definitely like, been there, especially with, like, getting back together with an ex, like, it's really tricky and it's really complicated, but it, like...
0: Or even just seeing an ex and trying to walk that line of... Right. and Hiding it and, yeah, all of that.
2: I think what's weird, too, though, is... Carrie's whole argument in this episode for being with Big is their chemistry, and they have such better chemistry episodes. Like, yeah, she I feeds agree. him fondue, which is gross, it's and like bad. you just don't really see the. And then she grills him twice. Right, right. You don't see about things that don't make sense. The spark that we Mm-mm. kind of associate with them. So that this would-
1: is 206. 208, um is the one where we get it, which is like, uh, like note noted in like lots of articles is the one where we get endeared to Big okay
2: Interesting. so I think
0: up until that because it's also the episode we meet Steve
2: oh yeah
0: oh I think I saw his face in, when I was scrolling to watch today I saw his face in the screen cap and I was like I know who dad is yeah so I think I think we're supposed to be
1: a little like mm? with big and I think I, I definitely, we have to get endeared to him. Like he yeah. has to, like for him to sustain six seasons and yeah. two movies. Like,
0: I think it would help for me if I liked Carrie a lot more of the time though because part she, of it is I'm like, she makes me uninterested in him because mm-hmm. he makes her act like a crazy person. A, a, a which I feel bad, but yeah. Yeah. Well she, I, I mean she, she acts like a, uh, an intensely written television trope mm-hmm. woman in those moments sometimes. Which I don't know how much or
1: she changes, yeah. I think of all of them, but she's there are no one times who when she makes least. a lot more sense to me.
0: Yeah, yeah, I've heard that from you and from from other people. Who've well, come on, even just watching the that the character arcs of the other three are way more compelling than they are, yeah. Yeah, yeah, already. Yeah, I feel that way too. Man. It
1: was a doozy. It is a doozy. That's exactly the word I was going to use. This is the
0: perfect one to have had you for. Thank yeah. you for yeah, being I'm so. I'm so excited. So uh, perfect for this, honestly. Yeah. I'm glad you like knew that it was one you'd be interested in doing. Yeah, you were, you it were was like, helpful. <laughs> I want to be at this episode. <laughs> this episode. <laughs> it was what a fortuitous night to have gotten yeah, drinks together so across fun. that picnic table. Yeah. Man. Amazing. It's just, it's just, it's a big one and it's a different one in some ways than other episodes we've addressed so far, I think, in terms of, like, uh, some of the themes that, like, ran with, I, I don't know, it was addressed in a different way than any episode has delved into so far, I guess. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Yeah. Also, there's a line about Wonder Woman, which is newly topical. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, Oh, that's funny. I hadn't thought about that. What is it like? You can't go over
1: to Wonder Woman's... Late, like Lair, Wonder Woman's <laughs> Island, without like asking for permission or something. It's
2: you can't expect to move to Wonder Woman's Island and not go native. Not go native. Right, 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 it's right. like right. is that
1: implying that Wonder Woman is a lesbian? Which well, like they I'm live all for, but that yeah. movie
2: was so straight. Yeah, I'm very straight. But they
0: live on an island of. <laughs> Amazon's oh, only women. women. Oh, I didn't know the that. The funniest thing is that like all the critical men writing about the show was like on this apparently asexual island and it's like, wow, that says Whoa. so much more about you <laughs> that you assume that a group of women living together with no
2: men are asexual. You guys have never been to Bryn Mawr where I went to college. <laughs> hey yo. <laughs> That's so funny. Um,
1: well, thank you so much for being on yeah, the show. Thank you yeah, guys so much amazing. for having me.
0: This was so much fun. Seriously, we're thrilled. Um, Brooke, where mm-hmm. can I find you on social media?
1: Um, me, you can find on Twitter at Brooke Wiseman, talking about... Um, so many things. My innermost thoughts while <laughs> on the train. They're gorgeous. <laughs> um, I had a couple good tweets last night.
2: That's always a good feeling. Um,
1: Oops. You sometimes when you know you have a good tweet, you're, and it, it doesn't even have to do with Twitter. Twitter. I, I love feel Twitter. like Twitter is for. I love
2: Twitter. It's yeah, for me. Like
1: Twitter is my like just
0: Same. for me. Oh, Um, but you're like good. at it. I thought you meant Twitter is like the, the, the site for me. No, no, no. It is a little bit like your innermost diary. I'm just like, who cares? Like (laughs) if people like, I feel like on
1: Instagram, I'm like, Oh my God, I didn't get X amount of likes, but on Twitter, I'm like, "Mm." whatever. (laughs) You don't want to know that I match a bubble while I'm pooping. Leave.
0: (laughs) I honestly Um, do. And I'm grateful for the knowledge. um,
1: And then you can find me on Instagram, which is, you know, much more curated, um, at Brooke no underscore. I don't know if you guys knew this about me, but my Twitter has an underscore and my Instagram doesn't. We've never spoken about
0: this before. Bridget, my social media man, <laughs> how <laughs> may we find you? As always, you can find me always on Twitter at Mrs. Burt Macklin, and you can find me on Instagram at BridgetM37. And collectively, we are on Twitter, Instagram, and at Gmail at Splat podcast, podcast, Wherever social media is found. <laughs> Please rate, review, subscribe, try the new ACAST app. I've been using it, it's amazing and just like text us please do email us also if you are someone who loves sex in the city and listens and has thoughts or ever wants to be on the show talk to us when we'll yeah, we could happen if you want to city. call in oh my god anything we don't know how to do that but we could make it happen how fun would that be a couple of people have said to me i can't wait till you guys have people call in and i was like me either i can't wait till we i didn't know out that was a thing that. maybe Why once not? we're in the studio at taylor dalton <laughs> <laughs> please help um We love you guys. Bye-bye. Have a beautiful Friday weekend, all of that. Bye. Bye.